0: Project Taryag Day Seven. We still on and we're going to start with the mitzvah of Shabbos. And there's two mitzvahs on Shabbos. The first one is the positive commandment of Shabbos, which we learn from the pasuk. It says, Shabbos Remember that they have Shabbos to make it kodesh. How do we do that? There are a number of different interpretations in the Rishonim. The opinion of the Rambam and the Chinuch is to mention Shabbos when Shabbos comes in and when Shabbos leaves. And that way we, it's not just another day which follows the order of the days of the week. We're doing something to show today is Shabbos. And therefore when Shabbos comes in, we mention the fact that it's Shabbos. And when Shabbos leaves, we now say that Shabbos has ended. And then we've given significance to Shabbos. Not only that, it also we mention the distinction Shabbos has over the other days of the week. Right. Right. The way that we fulfill this, Midaraisa, could be just by mentioning that it's Shabbos. The Rabbanan came along and said to us, the way to be the mitzvah, of mentioning Shabbos, both when it comes in and when it comes out, is over, over a cup of wine. We have what we call Kedush and Hamtala. And we have a certain Nusach of the what to say. The brach when Shabbos comes in, which is really the brach of Mekadesh Shabbos. And the brach when Shabbos leaves, which is really Hamadul Ben Kodesh That's separate Shabbos from the other days. What's the reason for the mitzvah? It says, The The idea of mentioning Shabbos specifically is to remember the importance of the day. And the importance of the day is because that reminds us of the emunah that Hashem created the world right so why does one need to does one need to do it over food why did Rabbanan say we want you to do it over wine before the meal and he says he should, a person is aroused by wine so to speak because it's something which is makes a person happy and therefore the fee what arouses a person he is spoiled wine that makes his heart awake to what he's saying and that's why, the alaq is that if a person would rather make Kiddush on bread and not on wine, he's allowed to do that because what a person wants will have more of an effect on him. And therefore, a person has to choose what appeals to him, and on that, he's going to say, I'm doing this as a cover for Shabbos, and that, that's what he would make the Kiddush on, on the Shabbos. When it comes to Abdullah, that's not an option. The person has to use wine. He can't make Havdola on bread. says the chinuch. The reason is because when Shabbos comes in, a person's hungry. And therefore it could be that he'd rather eat because he's hungry rather than drink. Whereas when Shabbos goes out, a person's eating the whole day. And therefore there isn't such a tithe. Uh, there isn't such a drive so to speak an appetite to eat. And therefore the way to become in the mitzvah is with a drink which a person would probably find he would enjoy more on of Shabbos than eating. That's the reason for the Khenuch. Now, what are the rules of how one does Kiddush? So there's a rule of the coats, there has to be a full coat, he so has to wash out the coat beforehand, he has to hold a rivise, he has to use a wine, which is preferably a red wine, he's allowed to dilute the wine, it doesn't have to be at full strength, and uh, that's what really he has to make the bracha over. Right. After he makes Kiddush, he has to eat. Because that connects the Hanoah of the food, of the meal, to the Kiddush. And they has to be in the same place at the same time. And otherwise, the Kiddush, which is just a brach on its own, without being a khalik, a part and parcel of the meal a person is having for Shabbos, Chazal decided it wasn't you and you have to repeat the Kiddush. Again, this is all Mid-Rabbanan. With with the rise to the fact that he mentions Shabbos when it comes in, and when it goes out. For example, he says in the Davenim, a Shabbos, there would already be enough to show that he's given distinction to the fact that today is Shabbos and with that he would be makayim his mitzvah d'arayseh When it comes to Havdalah we add two more elements besides for the Hagafen and the brach of the Havdalah which really aren't related to Havdalah but they are related to Mata Shabbos the one, the Bessalmim is, the Gemara tells us that a person has an extra dose, an extra level of spirituality what we call Neshamah Yisrael and Shabbos and when Shabbos leaves, it leaves together with that and therefore, a person feels a certain level, a low, a certain depression that he's lost a part of his level when he takes leave of Shabbos. And in, therefore, in order to give him back a good feeling, say, Chazal, he must smell Basamim. And the fragrance of the Basamim helps to rest- restore, so to speak, his good spirits. This is the mitzvah, therefore, Dafka, and amatzi Shabbos. And same thing when it comes to the bracha and the candle. The reason for that is Chazal tell us that the sun set on Shabbos and now the world became dark. And other Marishon after that first Shabbos didn't know how to live in a dark world and Hashem taught him how to make fire. And therefore the fact that he could create light by making fire gave him the ability so to speak to be able to see, to do things, to read, whatever it would be even when it's dark and there isn't the natural light of the sun. And therefore, as an appreciation for the fire which we use today, we just translate it into electricity or lighting, whatever it's going to be heat, warmth, cooking. So we make a bracha when the first fire is created on Matthi Shabbos of Barim These two brachas are specific to Matthi Shabbos, and therefore, even though there's also a mitzvah to Mekadesh Yamtuf when it comes in with Kiddush and signify when it leaves with Havdalah, the Havdalah of Yamtuf would not include either Pisamim or the Ner. Those two are specific for Shabbos. Right, this is the chinuch's explanation, like we said, there are a number of other explanations as well. What's the way to in the mitzvah of Zachar? If it's how a person spends Shabbos, if it's that a person thinks about Shabbos during the week and prepares for Shabbos, or it's as the chinuch said, that a person makes mention of Shabbos when it begins and when it ends. Whatever the mitzvah and its fulfillment is, of course we try and do all of that, we prepare for Shabbos in advance, we mention Shabbos when it comes in and when it leaves, and the activity, what we decide to do at that time in Shabbos, is also a reflection of the fact that we want to remember Shabbos as being a day of Kedushah. This mitzvah applies in any time and place, it applies both to men and to ladies, because even though Shabbos is a time bound mitzvah, we learn that ladies are in Shabbos just like men. The Pazak says, you, your son, and your daughter all are all in keeping Shabbos. Right. And if a person doesn't do that, he doesn't make Kiddush or he doesn't make mention of Shabbos, so then he's has been as Mitzvah says. Mitzvah, and that is the negative commandment of Shabbos. One can't do any of the forbidden layers in Shabbos, which even though the Torah doesn't tell us what they are, and just as done to Melachah, we learn from Melachah Meshem what kinds of Melachah are included in this prohibition. We come up with the 39 different types of activity which are included in Melachah. We learn them from the kinds of activity they did to build the Mishkan. And therefore, all of them are now included in the umbrella Easter of not to do melacha on Shabbos. Not only are we also to do melacha; the Pasuk also says you have to make sure that our children or our avodim, which are in our Rishos, or even our animals don't do melacha on Shabbos either. And the Pasuk says, that tell melacha, atza, do Molochah, Atzah, Uvinchah, Now, Obviously, there is a difference in severity between a person who does a malacha himself and a person who doesn't prevent his slaves or his animals from doing a malacha. The reason for the mitzvah says the Chinuch We should be free from our our other jobs or other work as a convert for Shabbos and therefore we will be able to establish in ourselves the emuna in the fact that Hashem created the world, because she mishach is called That's what the emuna is, so to speak, the chain, the cord which connects all the other aspects of Yiddishkeit. And therefore, every week we remember for one day of that week that the world was created in six different days. Nothing was created on the seventh day. And each day they were created the different kinds of existence which were created on that day to teach us. They're not like the philosophers who were wrong, that they thought that everything existed at the same time, simultaneously. And Hashem didn't create it. And we said, no, God Baruch created things and he had a plan. He created each day what he wanted there to be on that day. And therefore, by resting on the seventh day, we're remembering the fact that Hashem created the world. Because people will ask, Why are you resting? Why aren't you involved in an activity? And we'll say, We're doing this as a reminder that, to remind ourselves, Hashem created the world in six days. As well as that. It says the Chinuch, there's also a reminder to Mitzrayim. Why? you not We were slaves. A slave can't decide when to relax, when to take up work. He's compelled to fulfill the instructions of his master. And therefore, by being able to decide, we choose to rest on Shabbos. And no one can force us otherwise. We show we no longer slaves. And that's the case. The of keeping as a, a sign that we free men. And we can choose at will not to do melach. Now, what are the avis melachos we already saw? There are 39 avis melachos we learned after the Master of the mishka. Those are called avis. Within each category of an av, there are a number of activities which are also also. So, for example, if in uh, the, the, the list of the avis, baking is considered an av, which means using heat to complete the process of preparing food. So if baking is the av, then cooking and frying and steaming and any other form of preparing food would also be included as toldos, which means as other ways to fulfill the same function. If harvesting is considered to be the av, so it doesn't make a difference if one's harvesting fruit or olives or grapes or wheat or vegetables, any kind of detachment of something from its natural source of growth would be the same yes iser of harvesting. So what's the difference between the avoids and the, what comes as an extension, the Gemara says, how much a person can be hive if he's b'halo shabbos. And therefore, if a person would be over on two different avoids, by mistake, he would have to bring two different karbonas. But if a person is over on the same Av twice, so for example, let's say he picks two apples, he only have one khatos because it's just an extension of the same mistake. And from that we learn that if a person is over the told us as well as the Av, it's an extension of the same mistake and therefore we only have one khatos. Whereas if it would be two different overs, each one would be its own mistake. This is obviously a case if a person knows a Chabos; he's just not aware of the serum involved. If a person doesn't know a Chabos today, he makes a mistake on the calendar. Then the mistake he made is not knowing the date, and whatever he would do, he would be high one carbon for that whole Shabbos. Right. shabbos it's very severe like we saw before. If a person's Shabbos with witnesses in Hasra, he gets skiddah. the same severity as the Zarah, And if it's time Bishai getting the person to bring a carbon. With one exception. And that is, whereas when it comes to Zarah, we saw a person's muqhiv is obligated to give up his life, when it comes to Shabbos in cases of pikuach nefesh, which means in cases where keeping Shabbos and not doing malachah might endanger somebody's life, so now we metzuv and now we learn that a person is meant to the Shabbos in order to save human life. Where we learn it from, there are a number of options in the Gemara, but they all come to this conclusion. And in the, of the Gemara, even if we mechalul one Shabbos for him now, in order for him to be able to accept and keep more Shabbos in the future. And the Chinook takes this fire and he says... That not only that the person who chiyev to be mechallel Shabbos in the case of bekerach nefesh, he says that he has zaris the halal Shabbos which shal tavis nefashes, or has a mishupach. The person who is quicker to be the one to be mechallel to save a life, he's doing the right thing. Why? By the time that he shaves, he has a mitzvah adam. The reason for doing mitzvahs is the person who can do them. It's there to perfect the person. And if that's the case, the fact that we have to preserve the life of the person is more important because that enables him to do mitzvahs. Do we know if someone's in Mekuach Nefesh or not? If we know, then of course we m'quivt Mekuach Nefesh for him. Even if we don't know, a person is believed by himself to say that he feels he's in a situation of Mekuach Nefesh and therefore are allowed to ask other people to Mekuach shabbos in order to save him. Besides for the Rai's in Shabbos, Chazal enacted a lot of rules that we're going to learn about in order to prevent people coming to being over, going against the Isidaraiss which there are and doing mulacha on Shabbos. Now there's one further point in this Mitzah and that's an argument between the Rambam and the Ramban what the Gemara calls mechamer. Mechamer literally means working together with your animal. What does it mean? What's he doing? And what kind of mulacha are we talking about? The Rambam understands that mechamer is, that's an example of using an animal to do a mulacha. So if a person's plowing with his donkey or pulling a wagon with his horse, or his or his bull, or his cow, whatever it would be, that's called mechamer. He's doing a melacha together with an animal. Whereas if just the animal is doing a melacha by itself, so according to the Rambam, that's not an issur which obligated me. I didn't do anything. If animal wants to eat grass in the field and it's his of detaching the grass, that doesn't involve the person. That's not called mechamer, according to the Rambam. And if that's the case, according to the Rambam, if a person's over mechamer, he'll get misa because it means he's doing a malacha with an animal, but he's still doing the malacha and he would be higher the death penalty for that. The Ramban disagrees, and the Ramban says that's not what Mahameh means. Mahameh means that a person is walking with his animal, who's carrying a burden on his back, but the person's not doing anything, he's just leading the animal. And if that's the case, the animal is being over the iso, so to speak, of carrying on Shabbos, the person is responsible for leading the animal, allowing it to do that, but he didn't do any action himself. And therefore, according to the Ramban, there is no punishment on the person for being Mahamer because he didn't actively do an Isr. And probably the Ramban would agree. In that case, what the Ramban is talking about, he would agree that there is no punishment because the person is not doing an isr. The argument really is, is how to define what Mahamer means. If Mahamer means doing a melacha oneself together with an animal, or Muhammad means leading the animal to do a melacha but not doing a melacha oneself. According to the Ramban, if a person would allow the animal to do work on Shabbos, there would only be the Isra of Muhammad, but not the penalty of a Melachah. Right. Just like if a person allows his little child to do Melachah on Shabbos, so again, he would, he is doing the Mala, Isra of allowing him to do Melachah, but it's not the severity of doing Melachah himself. Mitzvah, Lamad Gimel, and that is Mitzvah's Kibut To honor one's parents, L'chabit Laveim, Shneim, Akabiyah, Savicha, Vesemecha. And what, what is kibud? what a person actively does to show honor to his parents, to give them to eat, to give them to drink, to help dress them, to help them where they want to go to. What's the reason for the Mitzvah? Misho Mitzvah. Shiroi le'odom, gratitude for someone who did so much good to him. Why? Because... Ingratitude is a middle It's a bad matter that a person doesn't appreciate what was done for them, and therefore he deserves gratitude more than his parents. His parents create, because of them, he's in the world, and therefore whatever they would want him to do wouldn't match the kindness they did to him, so to speak, by bringing him into the world. And not only that, when he was small, he was a child, he was helpless. But, how much they worked and put effort and time and energy and money into him when he was small to help him grow. And if that's the case, Kibbutz besides of being a middle of HaKaris HaToyim and a Mitzvah in its own right, says the Chinuchot is also a stepping stone that through that a person comes, LaHakir Tova Sakel Baruch Hu. he comes to appreciate the Chasolim HaShem does for him. of a And he's is really the first cause for not just him and his parents but all humanity. And he is someone who, Hashem is the entity who created him, gives him life, and takes care of all his needs, and he's is still taking care of all his needs and giving him life. Not only that, he gave him his diocese, understanding His understanding his neshama, and therefore, a person has to think about how much he owes, in a to Hashem. And this is an extension of Kivar The Gemara says, that in the house where children respect their parents, Hashem says, consider it as if I had been there, they would have respected me as well. Right. Therefore, there's a mitzvah on a child to respect the parent. The Gemara says, who has to pay for that? In other words, if it means paying money in order to do things the parent wants to do, so the Gemara says that if the father or the mother has money, so then they must have to pay. The child is just mechiv to listen to them and do what they need for them. But if they don't have money and the parent needs something, then the child is if need be, even to go around begging in order to make sure to ensure that his parents have what they need. Right. when it comes to a mitzvah who takes priority if there would be a conflict of interest between the father and the mother so the Gemara says if the two of them are divorced so then it's, it's a question the khir to both of them is equal if they're both married then in areas where a lady would also be obligated to do what her husband wanted so then the son would have to listen to his father before he listens to his mother a uh, father is allowed to if he wants to be which means he can forego his rights to demand his child gives him covet But it doesn't mean his child is allowed to insult him. Same thing, uh, the din of Kiwi of Aim doesn't override any other mitzvah. If a person's father tells him to go against the Torah, he's not, his mitzvah, he's obligated not to listen. The father, just like he, are, ob- are mitzvah, are obligated to listen to Hashem. And therefore, one, uh, one's khirv to listen to his father will not override his khirv to do mitzvahs. Same thing if a person sees a parent who is being over on a mitzvah, so it would be his obligation to alert them to the fact, obviously in a respectful way, which wouldn't be against the rules of how one speaks COVID, how one speaks in an honorable fashion. This applies equally this mitzvah to men and to ladies in any time and place, except by a lady that times she can't look the mitzvah, because if she's married and her, her responsibility is to her husband, that might interfere with her ability to, to honor her parents. Right, And if a person is even so he is b'batla mitzvah But right. says the king of the oin shagodal Moed. The punishment is a big punishment because it shows a lack of a korisatur, which will also affect the way he relates to his relationship with Hashem. If bastin are able to force a child to honor his parents, they will do that. And we saw before, bastin can be koi, we can force a person in order to make him sure he is b'kai mitzvah seh. Mitzvah lamad dalad not to kill an innocent person, as it says in the service of Libris, which means don't commit murder. The reason is it's pasht. He says Hashem wants the world to be populated. And if he prevents us from destroying His world. to destroy people. they're the ones who, because of them, the world exists. And the reason why the Chidduch explains the mitzvah of Ratzicha is because it's against the Ratzon Hashem, and doesn't explain it in the terms of an Anum that it's not what right you have to kill another human being. He says is because Rishonim Gemurim, the way the Gemara says, there certain categories of people who are allowed to kill them in order to prevent them from doing damage. In a case like that, he says the enemy Yashvi They aren't inhabiting the world. They their being here is ruining the world. And therefore, it's not against Rishon Hashem and someone should kill them because if Hashem wants the world to be inhabited, these people are working against that. Just to make it something we can understand better. If we knew about a mass murderer, a Stalin or a Hitler, and we had the ability to kill them and prevent what they wanted to do, so we wouldn't call that destroying the world. We would call it saving the world. And therefore, by Rishon, the same thing applies. That's what the passage says. By ibu Rishon, Rina. There's a certain rejoicing when the rush is taken out, because then he's no longer acting as a force of destruction. Right. The Gemara says it's like being It's like taking the thorns out of the vineyard. It only helps the grapes grow better. Right? Obviously, such a decision only can be made by tachamim on the level to decide which person would fall into the category that they're allowed to kill him. And it does appear in Bichral that doesn't apply today. Right? The mitzvah, the isra of Ratzichah doesn't make a difference if the person who's being killed is healthy or he's weak or he's sick or even if he's terminally ill. If he's still alive and a person hastens his death by switching off the machinery he's connected to, by doing any action which will cause him to die faster, so that's also included in the mitzvah of Ratzichah. in the Isra of Ritzikha. The penalty for Ratzichah? as he gets killed. Where does this mitzvah apply? Both to men and to ladies? It's like we said, and if there will be witnesses in Hasra to the crime, we will kill the murderer. And if not, we're going to see if you do it Bashagek, we're going to see there's a separate parasha of what happens to a murderer Basharik and he has to go into exile.